just something about Mary. Welcome to the podcast, Amanda Baby. Welcome to, wait, new title. There's something about Mary Carey. <laughs> now I feel like I want to change the name of the show again. Okay, what are you thinking now? So like, cause my best friend from high school, I was telling her about, she, she listens to our podcast, and, and she said, what about getting contrary with Mary Carey? The thing is, I don't know how many people are going to know even how to spell Yeah, contrary. I was just going to say, I would not understand what that is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You're right. I mean, even when I was talking to some guy on cam and I told him that, he was like, it might be too cerebral for people. And I was like, well, I don't know what cerebral is, but <laughs> that sounds... Like, it sounds too complicated. He's like, it's too smart for people. Okay. I guess, because the only problem with there's something about Mary Carey is it sounds like it's only about me, though. That's the only issue, I think. I mean, we kind of every interview turns into about yourself anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard a couple. <laughs> now, Amanda, Matt, she is, like, I know we've had another top cam model, but Amanda Baby is legitimately the number one cam model on streammate.com. You can oh. also see her through marycarriecamgirls.com. She's there oh. too. Same website. But she really is the number one girl. I found her just, I always thought she was really hot. I'd look at her when I got new to camming. And she's always wins every contest. And then I messaged her. I was like, podcast gives me an excuse contact people but i already just messaged her because i thought she lived you know she lives in miami and she's close by now i just would have to say we're friends and she's coming down here but she works harder than any girl in this business welcome again amanda <laughs> thank you so how did you i know we'll get into all your other firsts that you've had in your life but really how did you just choose to be a cam model well, actually, so I've been a stripper since I was like 18. I was going to college and like after classes, I would go and I would work and no one knew about it. Mm -hmm. And I was really successful. Like I made so much money. And then when COVID happened, they shut us down. Yeah. So and then they said they weren't going to open up until like December. So I was like, well, shit, I need a job. And yeah. one of my friends, she was like, well, why don't you just be a cam model? And I'm like, what is that? I've never heard of it. Yeah. And yeah, I looked it up and it's kind of like you're stripping, but on camera. It's true. It really is. And then when you discovered it, which website did you choose to start with? I actually started on Cam Soda. I think that's one of those websites that Ainsley described that she doesn't like. Isn't it where yeah. you're in the free and everything it's horrible i don't understand those websites because like there's it gives too many guys that are like i get mad when i'm in free chat and streaming and someone's not even tipping the talk you know like i don't understand so guys can see free shows without tipping on that site without spending a dollar yeah so i mean i feel like for me though it was good to start there because yeah. like i really got all of it out there like i really mm -hmm. knew how to be a cam model on there like i had yeah. to I see the benefit of being similar to like if you're trying to go freelance with any skill set that you have, like you probably at the start are doing a lot of free jobs or like cheap jobs to build up your resume to the point where you're like, OK, well, now that I know that people know who I am and my skill set, I have no reason to give out freebies anymore for this work. And then you start 
moving up. So I, I think it's a good way for someone who's trying to get their foot in the door to like establish their name in what is literally a sea of thousands of names and faces. To, so many to, to get yourself out there. But obviously, Amanda, yourself, like you get to a point where it's like, well, I don't need to do this for free anymore. And then you maneuver to where it, you know, if you want to see more of the show, you're going to have to pay. Yeah. Well, and it also like helped me like learn like, like the camping world, you know, like stripping is one thing you just twerk, talk to people, (laughs) but I feel like camping, like I never like owned a dildo until I started camping. (laughs) When did you, so how did you first pick one out? And how many do you own now? Using it. I just, I, I kind of like did my homework. I just watched other girls yeah. and was like, oh, that's what you do. That's what you do. Because you don't do that in the strip club. You don't go to the strip club no. and break your dildo. And, like, no. <laughs> Although yeah. in San Francisco, they do. Yeah. They expect me to dildo myself on stage when I was featuring there once. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, Yeah. I just, I kind of just stage. watched them and just followed. I just followed other girls, what they were doing. And then I was like, and I was actually recruited um, for streaming. Oh, okay. So they, they, so so you must've done very well then on cam soda. Oh yeah. I worked there for like, like I would say two weeks and I was already on the first page. Like, like I was like, now do you think you make more money now though? Well, definitely. Yeah. So then you got recruited because I was going to ask you, how did you switch from cam soda to streaming? Uh, like I don't, you know what I mean? Like how did that happen? They just contacted you and yeah, the, um, Someone who works for Streammate just contacted me and said, you will make three times. We need you. And now she does. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you think that, like, I don't know, was it really fast? And when was your first contest? Matt, when I say she wins these contests, let me say, like, it's she's. And what I really think is really impressive is, like, she works, like, 80 hours a week during a contest. right? Or you work that all the time. She works all the time and is. So it's not just like she comes on and just makes a burst of money. She like works every day and she's young and she's smart, like very smart to work that hard. I, I still can't work that hard and I know I should. How did you, so when you first came to Streammate, did you just right away get into working all the time or was it when you saw how much money you made? I mean, well, in the strip club, I worked uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, oh, Monday. Wow. So I was used to, and I would get there at six o'clock. I would have my dinner and then I would get on the floor by eight and I wouldn't leave till like 8 a.m. So I'm I'm so used to working all night long. So when I came on here, I'm like, oh my God, this is so much easier. I don't have to run around in heels. I just have to sit in front of a camera. (laughs) That's so true. So I'm just used to it. So you were hardworking when you were dancing though. Yeah. That's definitely... Yeah, no, I wasn't hardworking when I did that either. So <laughs> this is the problem. This is why I was so happy to become a featured dancer. I get flown there, paid to be there, get paid to go on stage, and I get to sit in my dressing room the rest of the time. Yeah. Okay, so she was already a hard worker. However you grew up has made you, like, a very responsible and hardworking adult, which is really rare for a super hot girl to be. Like, I was friends with a lot of hot girls in L.A., and everyone was kind of lazy, So the fact that you're not lazy at such a young age is shocking to me. I just, when I was her age, like 25 years old, I remember going to the mall with Jessica James, this met her at Playboy when we both had our TV show. And she was like, let's go to the mall. And we were, we decided to have champagne because of the Beverly Hills mall has champagne Beverly center. And we went to Louis Vuitton and she instantly bought like three of the most expensive purses. And she's like, let's get matching wallets. I was like, okay, I bought myself like the cheapest purses I could find in there because I was feeling guilty about spending. 
And then we went back and had more drinks. And then I was like, look, I got to return this wallet. I don't need an $800 wallet. No one sees my wallet. Like, And then we went and returned it. But I was semi-responsible. She was constantly going on shopping sprees like that. And that's what a lot of the people I know that like are Amanda's age making that money do. So, well, let's get back to Amanda's childhood. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I always do this. We should just call it going on tangents with Mary Carrie. Yeah. Okay, Amanda, what's the first day of your life that you actually remember? Oh my God, the first day of my life, I would say, so I actually have a twin brother. That's I just so cool. remember us just playing like together, like in the mud. Uh, we used to, when I was growing up, we had an apple tree. I just remember uh, like taking the apples and throwing them at the side of the house and watching them explode. <laughs> that was like the funnest thing ever. Just like we had a huge, huge backyard. I remember I had a scooter. I fell. I had to get stitches. Oh, wow. And how old were you when you had to get stitches and stuff? I think I was like five or six. Yeah. Oh, that sounds nice. And that was in New York, right? Yeah, Our, I grew up in yes. New York. Yeah. Close to you then, Matt. Yeah, like two hours away. Not that's not bad. far. No, New York that's where I like where I live. I can get to so many places within like a two-hour range. Yeah, I don't miss the cold, though. I love the, the Like, that's the thing. The oh. only thing that stops me from moving to Philadelphia is because I just feel like it's really my favorite city. It's just got everything, you know, everything. But And I love the people, but it's the weather, you know? Is it warm there now, Matt? Yeah, it's not too bad. It's like a 65, 70 range. It was like 90 yesterday. Yeah, I was in my pool. Yeah. I mean, I do miss like in LA. LA really was the perfect weather. I used to not understand for the longest time when I lived there and every, you know, it was way more expensive than Florida or just California in general, not just LA. And everyone's like, it's because the weather is perfect here. And I was like, no, it's too cold here. I always thought it was cold. But then now I'm like, okay, I miss LA. Just because I miss wearing Uggs. I miss wearing Uggs like eight months a year. That was just my favorite thing. I have so many Uggs and I don't get to wear them now. So if I move to to Philly, I can wear Uggs a lot then, right? Oh, yeah. So Amanda, I wonder if you have blood that like, because you moved to Florida, do you think that's true? Like, your blood gets used to the weather? Matt, Matt knows the answer probably. It, so It does 100% because my brother lives in Florida, lived in Florida and lived in Georgia. And like when he comes up to visit for Christmas, I'll be in like T-shirts and shorts if it's like a 50 degree day. And he's like oh. sweatpants and like four different layers of shirts yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like that's how I would be now. Oh, I mean, so you had a twin brother, did you? And so you guys were identical or uh, fraternal? We're fraternal. Okay, I had to like think for that word. <laughs> so, do you remember like your first day of school, or yeah, like my first day of like elementary? Uh, I guess the first day of school you remember. Because, you know, everyone has a moment that stands – basically what stands out in your mind, like what yeah. school moment stands out? I just remember the thing I hated about school is my birthday is in June. Oh, so, so is mine. Oh, that's right. Your in few days school, before me. they had like everyone's birthday, right? Yes. And they had a birthday party if it was in June. I had this too, but yeah. There was, no school, there was no school in June. Mm-hmm. I never got a birthday party. My name was never on the list. I remember when I was in sixth grade at my middle school, the big thing – back in like 94 was when it's someone's birthday, almost like a popularity contest, who gets the most balloons brought in for their birthday? Yeah. And I was like, this sucks because my birthday is June 15th. I'm never going to get to experience 
like having all the balloons and everything. Yeah, I never got to. I don't think I ever was in school for my birthday ever. Yeah, school is always out in May. Wild how that stuff can stick with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, right? It's actually true. Yeah, no, a June birthday is a tough one because it's like school. And also, like, I think there was one time it was a day before my birthday, but no one cares about my birthday when it's the last day of school. Everyone cares about the last day of school. I think I even tried to, like, tell people, like, since I don't have my birthday, will you bring me balloons and stuff? I mean, actually, I, I, they did, but still, I mean, it was just tough. I relate to her on that in so many ways. Well, that means we're both kind of crazy. Yeah, we're Gemini's. So do you ever have times where you talk a lot or no? Like a, like a lot, a lot. Yeah. Like I can, ha I can be both ways. I can be like the mm -hmm. center of attention at a party or sometimes I'm just like, uh, like nobody talked to me. On that same topic, having a twin, like, because I, I obviously didn't. Do you feel like the two of you kind of landed in a similar personality or is it very much like A and B type personality where like your brother's way more like, loud and outgoing and you're more reserved or vice versa or how do oh, how do you no. feel like those dynamics i feel like out? we're complete opposites okay. like complete opposites yeah definitely so he's definitely. not also doing camming no, <laughs> you know that's interesting because people always put so much into horoscopes and about your personality but now here's two people yeah. obviously born basically on the same day close to the same time with different personalities. So it makes me, now I'm going to question astrology. I always was into it too. This podcast is making you question everything you love. I know. <laughs> no, astrology, when I was in high school, it was my thing. Like I would like, well, I mean, little books and I would like read magazines and I would tell my friends, you can't date this guy because he's not in your cosmic matches and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's more of like, you know, you go to school, you get a job and you work a nine to five. For me, I feel like, modeling camming anything yeah. that's not a nine to five or i'm like mm -hmm. i'm kind of like extra and he's kind of like <laughs> is he cute does he look like you yeah i would say he looks like me but like he's much taller he's like five two and black hair like brown you mean hair. six two yeah 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 six two okay because at first I was like, if he's 5'2", five five two, two. then... I'm 5'2". He's 6'2". Two. 6'2". Two. Oh, send me pictures. That'll be, I could marry him, and then we would be sisters. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, do you like my new plan? I think that's a solid plan, honestly. <laughs> You've already got the matching hair, so that's just... <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah, I'll be her big sister. I'll be her older sister, so it'll be perfect, you know? She can just move into one of the many... <laughs> rooms in your home one of the many right well amanda's coming to visit me soon we'll get to that though i have so many outfits like I'm i sure. know the pictures you sent me they're really hot I those outfits more. are gonna I look good more. i bought heels yeah i have to you know i don't know because it's funny because like i told you i'm on that twitter where like kara and i because kara came to see me feature dance in texas that's how i met her and um so then she was like, oh, do you want to be on this, like, cam models Twitter? And I honestly, for, like, many, like, six months I first started camming on and off, I was like, I'm not a cam model. Like, I was still, like, having that <laughs> porn star mentality. I'm better than a cam model. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Cam modeling? No, but, Matt, that's, like, how it is. The girls in L.A., like, a lot of them are like, oh, I'm, you know. 
That's why, because there's so many well-known porn stars that don't cam because they think they're better, you know? And then once I got into it and got in her little chat group, I was like, this is actually fun talking to other people on cam and everything and learning. Like, it's like such a real thing, like a real business. And they're all, all the different girls are talking about going to expos. But I've never been to a camming convention. I've only been to a porn convention. So is there a fan day? I'm very confused. I looked up the website because I was contemplating, like, I was actually just going to say, can I present at your award show? Because that's what I've done. Like, I presented at a lot of award shows. So I was like, I'll go if I can present. That's how I always, <laughs> when I tell them. But I don't, I don't get, so there is an award show. Is there a convention yeah. though? Like with, with no, fans? It's a, a three-day thing. So there's parties, workshops all day. Then there's a white party on Monday. Tuesday, it's the same thing. And then Wednesday, Wednesday's the last day. There's a award show. Well, it sounds a lot like the exact dancer convention is a lot like that. It's like, but the difference is when you go at the booth with your agent, you're meeting club owners that will book you. So oh, yeah, like, my, like that, it's just pretty much vacation for us. Like I said, for you, there is not going to be anything that'll change your money, but that's what, I mean, yeah. I was telling Joe, cause I canceled my Austin trip that same, that was that time. So part of me is debating it of going, you know. I think you should go. You do? Man, I might have too good of a time and everyone will hate me, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, listen. Drunk Mary. Drunk Mary. Like Let me like tell you. Drunk Mary is. your house saying sober Mary. So. Yeah, but Drunk Mary turns into a Mary Carey, bitches. Mary Carey, motherfucker. You're ugly. Don't talk to me. Get away. Like, it's really bad. The main thing is I just have to be happy at all times because if something goes wrong when I'm drinking, then it's just like, yeah, bad. And my main thing would be having like as many business cards promoting there's something about Mary Carey on hand to like hand out to people and try to get them to be potential guests or like. Oh, well, during convention times, when I'm at convention times, I'm always sober. With oh, the exception of. <laughs> yeah, with the exception of the AVN, because AVN, you weren't allowed alcohol on the floor at the convention. But in 2007, I discovered I will just pour out Red Bull from my can, pour vodka in with Red Bull in the can. And my security person and the other security people would walk around with all the different Red Bulls already. So I just always, if you look at any photos of me online from that, you will always see me holding a Red Bull can the whole right. time. So, but no, I, I can like be sober during the day. I can do that. That's good. All right. I feel like we can segue into a question. <laughs> Amanda, what do you have a story of the first time you ever drank? Hmm. Um, yeah, how old were you? Uh, I was freshman in high school. I So my parents had a bar downstairs. Oh. So I would invite all my friends over and we would just say we were Wait, cool. a bar, like a restaurant bar? or Like, like, a, like a huge alcohol bar. Like, like with customers? Bottles. Like a real bar? No, just like a bar. No, like a basement. Oh, in their house. Yeah. No, yeah. I wasn't sure if she meant like their house had a bar. Like Yeah, like she like, lived above Cheers or something. Well, you never <laughs> know. People could do that. <laughs> no, I in mean, New in, York, New York, in New York, it's reasonable. Yeah, yeah that's a reasonable yeah, assumption. Yeah, like, Good question. <laughs> Every alcohol, and we didn't know what we were doing. So we would take yeah. like a little bit of that in a water bottle, a little bit of that so they wouldn't notice. A little bit mm. of everything. And we would drink it and it would be so nasty, but we would get drunk so fast. And it was like like a brown or green color. <laughs> <laughs> and did anything so then did you would you say then did you like drinking after that or was it just like a sporadic thing you did? 
No, I loved it. I did it all yeah. the time. I would steal <laughs> beer for my dad and then like shove them like under the couch so he wouldn't find them. <laughs> Beer's the worst because you cannot disguise beer when you're trying to hide it. Like yeah. as someone who's hidden my alcohol to different places over the years. <laughs> You know, wine, if you want to bring Chardonnay somewhere, you go get yellow Gatorade bottle, you empty out the Gatorade and you pour in the wine. And then that looks like, you know what I mean? The wine will look the same as the Gatorade. Obviously, everyone knows water bottles and vodka. Yeah. (laughs) I remember I was feature dancing at this non-alcohol club in uh, Las Vegas. It was only like, it was like full new, but no alcohol. And it was like my best friend at the time, Jazzy Berlin. We had become friends over the couple of years meeting through Cinemax movies. And it's our first time together. I was married and I was like, did not like my husband at the time. A different husband. Um, but so I was like, I'm going to go crazy in Vegas. And she picked me up from the airport. Instead of me using like, the limo, we got to our hotel. And I already had been drinking on the plane. And then I remember we had to go buy matching like stripper outfits. And then we just got super drunk. She like stocked us up all these bottles of vodka and champagne. By the time we got, oh, then on the way to the club, we poured a bunch of vodka into water bottles. But then like the club, well, our shows were horrible. They kicked us out after the first, like first show, but they discovered our water bottles with the vodka in it. So the next day we're like, we're going to be so smart. They will not think anything of a Gatorade bottle. And then we did the Gatorade wine thing. But they did question when they saw us. Like, we went out for autograph. Everything we did, we're both, like, carrying our Gatorades everywhere. And no one likes Gatorade that much. That you're just going to walk around in your stripper heels carrying a big Gatorade bottle. So then the next day, they fired her. And I had to go do the shows by myself. And I gave up on the sneaking of the alcohol. Did you ever have to sneak alcohol when you were, because when you started dancing, you were 18? I, I always call it, she yeah. calls it stripping. I'm always like dancing, but stripping, yeah. you were 18? Oh, oh I would get drink every night, but what I had to do was I had to do it in the room. So I would Like go champagne room only, yeah. Yeah. And oh, in the dressing room too. Could you get away no, with it? No, 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 because the house mom is there. Yeah. So I went to the no, champagne room. I would ask the guy, order me four shots right now. And he would do mm. it and I would take them down. And then I would work. Yeah. Only. That's yeah. probably, yeah. Did you ever get in trouble for underage drinking at the club? I did. I one did a lot. I got really drunk. And the yeah. manager was like, you're obviously been drinking. Yeah. And he like slapped me on the wrist and said, don't do it again. But yeah. then I did it from 18. Because you're making money and they don't care. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I started, after I worked at that website, I told you guys about, I, the girls, they were all older than me. And they're like, you make so much money in the strip clubs. So I remember I like won an amateur contest. They let me drink for the amateur contest. But then they told me I couldn't drink while I was working. So after a couple of days, I was like, I'm going to switch clubs. So then I'm like, okay, I'll go to this other club. It's only topless. And But then I kept getting in, in trouble like for drinking underage. So they gave me like a week suspension. But I went to like – then they had a club next door where the guys stripped and I was friends with the guys. So I just got drunk there. And the manager's like, seriously? You just went from the other club where we just got, you got in trouble. So then he's like, now you're in a month suspension. So then I went to another strip club, Scarlet's down in like Hollandale. And I brought like alcohol, like in a Pepsi bottle, but like, you know, and then there it was just too far of a drive. So then I went to Cheetah 3, which was a nice club. And by that point I had a fake ID and I told him I was 26. And, um, but then my fake ID, I'd never practiced spelling her name. It was like Melissa Valderrama. Melissa Valderrama. I was like, how many L's in Melissa? How many L's in Valderrama? And I had to fill out paperwork, which I'd never seen before at a strip club. It was like 
20 pages. So I'm like, I'm just going to spell her name all different ways. And one of these is going to be right. And like, you know, I was just, and she was from like South Miami and everything. And so then they let me drink and I went crazy. I remember though, I like went on stage and I kicked my leg up and the lights came crashing down because the stage was like this on, on the side. And then I, I don't know. I think I fell asleep in the champagne room. Crazy stuff. So then when I came to work again, they're like, you can work here, but you're not allowed to drink unless you can show us more proof of your age. So then I was like, I got this. I took my college ID, went to Kinko's and like, you probably don't even know what Kinko's is. Actually, do either one of you know what a Kinko's yeah. is? No, yeah. I don't. Really it was know. like a place before, like now it's called like FedEx or whatever store. Yeah, but like you turned into a FedEx store. Yeah, it yeah. has like machines where you can laminate, like basically like office work. Like my idea was to take my regular ID, I like typed up and like taped onto it a new birth date, photocopied it, cut it, and then laminated it. It was like a lot of work. I think I spent an hour yeah. or two there doing I was it. Say, you I, used, <laughs> I used to use it for when I was throwing like local punk shows. To make um, copies? Yeah, you would like take a sheet of paper, cut out a bunch of pictures and letters to like form a flyer about the show. And then like, it was like 10 cents a copy at Kinko's yes. to just like go and make like 100 copies of it and then just like plaster the town to advertise what show you were throwing in like whoever's house. Well, that was my using yeah. that is how I, I brought it I, into them. I, and <laughs> I use Kinko's for shows. You used it for fake ID creation. <laughs> but when I brought it to them, the guy was like, you have made this yourself. And I was like, how does he know I made this myself? And he's like, unless like you can show me. paper. <laughs> no, no. I laminated it. You know, like the laminate. I laminated it. It looked like a library card. <laughs> like, I swear well, it's I real. <laughs> <laughs> well, but back then, they were just switching from those laminated IDs to what we have today. And oh, yeah, so then he, know. yeah, he was yeah. like, you cannot drink, but you can work here. So I was like, fuck that. So then I'm like, okay, I'm really, I'm like, I like started at the best club and I kept working my way down until finally I got to this club called the Booby Trap, which was kind of like the lowest close to me. And mm -hmm. I worked there because I went in one day on a Saturday afternoon, told him I was 26. I worked there. And even though I would pass, I mean, I don't know, I would pass out like in the champagne room. I was, I don't know, but I always had the highest drink sales. I was really into selling. Yes, I sold bottles yeah. on bottles. So that's why they let me. I would sell like yeah. dollar bottles all night long. Oh, I was selling even. We would get like $2 for a glass of wine. So I would have customers just constantly. And I would like talk and like hold it down and pour it on the floor and have like a drop left. And be like, oh, if you get me more. And so I always, because I would, I was like, why are these girls drinking these other drinks? They're not making money off those drinks. Yeah. But but then that club had the feature dancers, and then after I saw a feature, I was like, I am not doing this anymore until I'm a feature. What was your first lap dance like? Were you scared? Oh, They're scary, God. right? Um, I don't know if I was scared. I was just, I don't know. Like I just didn't want him touching me. Like mm -hmm. I didn't know the rules. I didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Like, she just said, be sexy. Like, you know, you can put your tits in his face. And then I just didn't want to, like, get in trouble. I didn't know where to Yeah. Talk. It was mostly just about me, like, not getting in trouble on the first day. And then once you were, like, doing it longer, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I know it's true. Yeah. And you started down in Miami, right? That's where your first club was that you worked at? Uh, no, I started in New York City. Oh, so I was going to say Miami is a very hard, tough place because to start because it's full nude, full alcohol, yeah. full touching, you know? 
Well, like in New York City, yeah. that's what I loved. I was the top girl at New York City, like within the first month. Yeah, New York City is really strict compared to Miami. Yeah, and like, like honestly, I would, I think, like half of my time, I would just sit with customers and talk to them and have dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, I would eat lamb chops and get paid. They were like, "Give me a hundred. Wait, now that you're not working at it anymore, can you say which club it was? Sapphire. Oh, I featured at Sapphire. Yeah. Oh, I, really I featured there. That. Yeah, I featured there. I wonder. Let's see. 2000 and like 11 and 2000 and I think 12. They were actually just going to have me come back in October, but I turned it down because the, what they pay for one show is really, it's only like one show is really good and they'll give you your airfare and your hotel, but I want them to at least pay for a second night of a hotel. And I was just like, I don't know for like, for all the travel, I was like, it's just more money to stay here, but that's a great for, that was your first club. Yeah, oh. very that, club, that used to be scores. Uh, scores that Howard Stern went to. Um, yeah. It was they oh. actually had a room. One of the rooms they put me in once was my dressing room. It was like me and a couple other girls from Exotica were like doing like back to back feature shows, and they put us in like Howard Stern's private room. That is a great club. Oh my gosh, I can't I believe that's that. where you started. Oh my god, that's so good. I worked there for two years. I mean, I they still yeah. text me all the time. Hey, when are you coming back? We miss you. Yeah. So is that the club that closed down then and like you couldn't when go COVID back? Happened, when COVID happened, and that's actually oh. how I got into camming because that was my favorite place. I would fly all the way to New York, be there for two weeks, come back, and then mm-hmm. do it again like every two weeks. Yeah. And then COVID happened. They're like, oh, yeah, we don't think we're going to open for another year or maybe longer. And I'm like – So I you are very – that's that. right. You're very comfortable with the New York area. I don't think I could live in the city for that long. And I would just walk around, like walk around the city at like – I would get out at like 6 a.m. Just walk. I would walk to work, take the subway. You took a subway? Yeah. I'd be scared. <laughs> I don't think I could do With a subway. my bag and like my money and everything. By yourself? But I would wear like a hoodie and sweatpants. So I would look like. I know. Yeah. Still, that wasn't smart. You should have yeah. Ubered or something. This is, this, look, so- Mary, Mary the sister is coming out right now. So <laughs> older sister Mary is is yelling at you. Yeah, no, yeah, no. You should have spent them extra money for Uber or something. <laughs> that is unsafe doing the subway with all that money on you. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, people who live there, I guess, are not afraid of it. Like, I am, I'm afraid of it. Like, every time I visited New York City, I refused to go on the subway. Ever. <laughs> I won't do it. I won't do it in Philadelphia. I won't do it anywhere. I didn't do it in LA. My neighbor used to, neighbor Dave used to take the, like some train from where we lived in North Hollywood down to downtown LA. And I was, I used to lecture him. I'm like, why are you going on that train? It's dangerous. So, I mean, obviously you survived it and you're little too. You're like tiny. She's only five, two. You're super independent. That's so good. I could never do that. I loved it. I just explored the city at 18, 19, 20. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> and then from there you moved to Florida and then now you do camming. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted warmer weather and I'm like, well, if I'm so successful as a stripper here in New York City, like yeah. can I be in Miami? And I tried it and they loved me off the bat. Yeah. Miami though is but Miami the clubs are nowhere near as classy. Like the club you were at New York's a super classy club. And I didn't know like that, that they were full nude when I got there. I know. Actually. It's full nude. Full everything. Everything goes. It's a whole different thing. So when you started Cam, did you at first did you think it was scary compared to strip clubs or did it not bother you? Oh no, I loved it. I just had to yeah. get used to like, you know, some of the fetishes that like that you don't do in the club. You know, know, using the toys. 
it's just it's different because like in the club you're just talking to people mm-hmm. so that was the same that was easy for me yeah dancing you know showing off your tits and your ass and <laughs> It's true. Some of the, what did, what did you say? Oh, but what would you say was like the strangest or like creepiest fetish that you've ever had someone ask you about? Oh my God. This yeah. guy wanted me to treat him like he was a chicken. A chicken? A chicken, yes. Oh he my gosh. A chicken. And what do you do? I wouldn't even know what I, what do you, because I don't, would you like, <laughs> here's some feed? I don't, I don't know. Like, so like, <laughs> like, like when a guy asks me for a fetish they've never done, I just wing it. Like I just have. I know me. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I had a guy who wanted me to be a dog, and luckily I can't. I cam in my room where my big dog's crate is, so I yeah. turned my cam around and I got inside the dog crate, and then because I already wear a collar and I put a leash on, and then I like barked like a dog for him. I mean, he yeah. had bought a thirty minute. I told me to get a thirty minute blog session, but yeah, he just wanted me to be a dog. And like bark and and stuff, but the chicken one is way crazier. Yeah, that is way weirder. Because I can't even figure out what else you do. Do you pet? You don't pet chickens. You take the eggs, or I don't know. I was just saying, like chirp for me, chicken, chirp for me. Oh, that's fun. So he was like yelling at you. No, I, I was yelling at him. He wanted to be. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're treating him like a chicken. (laughs) That's a little bit easy. I'm like. Like, I, I had to like be a dog. Breaking she, point. If someone yeah. just yelling chirp at me, chicken, <laughs> you're like not into that. I'm like, um, I'm well, good. my guy, yeah, they want me to bark, but like, yours is no, I'd rather have like him have been the dog. Wow, that's like, that's like my new fate. That's the best. I hope he comes to me sometime. I would love to, I would love to see this guy. He was like squatting like a chicken, running around his room like a chicken. That is like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> And I do a lot of stuff like that lately. Like, yeah, I love when you get things like that. I love when it's like a super it. strange like thing that you like. I have this one guy. I wonder if he's ever talked to you. He has a fetish for like face masks and stuff. Like, so he, um, well, he had like a weird doctor fetish, and so I, I would put a face mask on and like scrubs. But then he was like, "Can you go? Like, then can you go get me an N95 mask? Can you get?" And then he wanted me to wear like a scuba diving mask. And he's just really is into like his name, his like screen name is like I love masks or something. But yeah, he just and he just wants to see you like wear those out that wear the different face masks. Yeah. And I always like, take my time going to get stuff. I'm like, okay, hold on. And then like, you. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I take by the minute. I'm taking Yeah, I take my time to go get stuff. Yeah. I might eat a place of pizza on the way. <laughs> yeah, me too. No, I'll always be like, okay, so you always have to wait the first 30 seconds out before yeah. you leave. And then you're like, okay, I'll be right back. And then so yeah. mad. Don't ever go on camera. <laughs> I, I think you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> it's much better than someone just being like, okay, like play with your pussy. You know, I don't like those type of people. I just like slow them down. And in yeah. a weird way, I feel like the. I don't want to say the weirdos, but like the the people who have those weird kinks are probably way safer than like the militant, like knows exactly what they want type guy. Yeah. Well, backtrack a little. What was your first job? Was your first job stripping or did you have a normal job before? Uh, So when I was 16, I wanted a car. My parents were like, if you want a car, then you have to pay for your own. So I... My first job was I was a personal trainer oh. at 16. I was like a wow. – Yeah. I was really fit. Oh. 
And then I worked at a tanning salon also. Mm, okay. So, yeah. And then I worked wow. at Hooters. And that kind of mm. got me into like, oh, like looks can make money. Yeah. Oh, I worked I at Hooters like, too when I was like 19. Yeah. Yeah. I would just Aww. have like my tits pulled off and guys yeah. would just give me like $100, two, $300 yeah. for no reason. I'm like, hmm. That's exactly how it was. I went from Hooters to winning an amateur contest at a strip club because I was yeah. like, I was like, this is even more money and it's even easier. <laughs> that's, that's so cute. She, she had very similar path. So when you were the personal trainer, did you have a lot of like older men like that thought you were hot? Yes, just, I did. So yeah, that, that's exactly Old what I guys would come in. Like they can obviously work out, but they had me help them. And then they would just talk to me about their life. And I'm like, oh God. I know that's the big thing that I don't think people realize. I feel like as a cam model, which I'm not sure if it's true for all girls, but I feel like if you're more successful on there, you have to be able to talk well. And it's being a therapist. Sometimes I feel like yes. I'm just like a sex therapist. Like I like have, you know, different people who give me updates on their life and we just sit and catch up and it's like sometimes I'm like, I think I'm a therapist. I don't, you know, do you ever feel like that too? It's a lot of, th- oh, yes. yeah, yeah, it's true. Do you ever have people that are like, um, wanting to marry you and stuff like that? Oh my God. All yeah. the time. All and then eventually you can leave them on for a little bit. Eventually then they, I think they get upset, you know? <laughs> yeah. I just end up saying I have a boyfriend or I have four boyfriends. Yeah. I just say it all. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's even... Yeah, it's it's a crazy little world. Matt, you should be a cam model. <laughs> you, this is the third time you've suggested <laughs> that. I just don't think I'm what people are looking for. No, no I don't think, honestly, I don't think guys can. On, there's just not a girl like a go have, like they can get sex like no matter what, I feel like. Like even if you're like not necessarily like what people might say is cute. You just go to a bar, you'll meet someone, you'll have sex. But like for men, it's very different. It's like much harder, you know? Yeah. But. So they have to go on these sites. But when you come to the slumber party, Matt, you'll like, you'll just have, we'll put you on cam. All right. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Amanda's probably the only one that's going to come to the party that would want to be on. Actually, Rubber Doll maybe too. Rubber Doll too. Okay. I guess we ask her. Okay. First. Oh yeah. We'll get to the boyfriend stuff too. And then. Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. Let's get into it. Who, what was your first or how old were you with your first boyfriend? My first boyfriend was freshman of high school. I wasn't allowed to date until I was 16. Aww. Yeah, so we dated all four years of high school. Mm. He played basketball. He went to um, a Christian school, so he didn't go to my school. But I saw him every day, and it was nice. But he was 6'7", I'm 5'2". See, that is why I love basketball players. I had a complete NBA because I'm tall. I had a whole couple of years where I would just go to games, meet NBA players, have them fly me around the country because I was obsessed with how tall they were. Oh yeah, my gosh. Tall, What's so. his name? I'm going to contact him. Is he single now? <laughs> oh my gosh. So then did you, do you guys, did he end up going on to play in college? Yeah. yeah. He played in college. Yeah. yeah at that height, he better. Yeah. <laughs> so then you guys broke up? Yeah, we broke up. I, you know, I wanted to do like my own thing. I feel yeah. like. I was going to college and then I was also like, you know, I wanted to be a model, like stripper, yeah. like all this stuff. And I feel mm-hmm. like his family, he went to a Christian school. So yeah, they wouldn't approve. Like, yeah, exactly. So I was no. just like, you know, there's other fish in the sea and I'm young. <laughs> was he your first kiss? I don't want to ask like. about. Uh, he was my first kiss. He was my first oh. everything. 
<gasps> for sex? Okay, I guess the big question. Yeah. So tell us about the first time you had sex, Amanda. Anything you remember? It was kind of like, I don't know. So we went upstairs and we said we were going to watch a movie with his mom. Yeah. And we just got in his bed and it just happened. Oh, yeah, that's sweet, though. That's sweet. At least it was someone you'd been with for a while and everything. That's a good. That's nice. Oh, I like that. Did you guys, you know, when you said like, oh, we're going upstairs to watch a movie, like, did you already know that you were going to be having sex that day? Okay, so we were texting about it, like before I came over. Were you nervous about it? Excited or kind of a blend of both? I was not. I mean, that was my junior year. We got together freshman year. So I was 14 when I first met him and we were together and that we probably had sex like what, 17? Oh, that's cute. We were together for like three years and we didn't like, we only kissed. So. Because he's a good Christian boy. So she had a nice, that's sweet. So when we were ready, we were so excited. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cute. Yeah. Oh, that's a happy ending. That was a nice, that's a good story. This was like a happy ending to our podcast, I think. So Amanda, let's tell fans, uh, where do they find you? What are the different websites? So I have my OnlyFans. Um, I'm on Sex Panther, obviously streaming, mm-hmm. and all my names are exactly the same. Amanda Baby and then two X's. Okay, Amanda. I Baby try to keep my X-X. name the same. Wait, yeah. and your, is your dog's name Baby? Then when you were texting about, yes. I definitely like. Baby. Well, even now, I see that's the thing. If I end up coming to Expos, well, maybe I would just come down for like a day or two, like and just come back at the house so I could always leave Baby with my doggies. So. Yeah, yeah, it would be fun. They'll have. I can't wait for them to meet. She has the cutest Yorkie. Okay, I guess we could let Amanda go. Yes, I Amanda, love thank Amanda. Thank you for joining us. I know. I'm going to see her in a couple weeks. Are you going to work X-Biz? tonight? What are the dates? Can we say oh, yeah. Thing? Let's see. Come see Amanda at Exvis. What are the dates? Uh, May 16th to the 19th. No, Mary. There's just something about Mary. Mary. 